everybody. It's me, Jay Caps, and this is the world according to Jay Caps, uh, a podcast that is still going on in 2023. Today is Monday, March 6th, 2023. Just like I mentioned before, because the podcast that I'm doing right now is still going on in 2023. Therefore, the date is in 2023, a subset. The date March 6th is within the date 2023. The date being 2023. The day being March 6th. Glad we could clear that up, everybody. Now let's fade out this bullshit music and get to the show. And I thought I hit the fade button, but I guess now I did. All right, everybody. Well, we are... uh, Today is a sad day. Because yesterday, I found out that a true friend of the show and a true friend of grading animals, Max Mateusz, died. He died, I think, of like a fentanyl overdose. So, very stupid way to die, Max. Uh, he was a, a six. Uh, he <laughs> he was a thirty-year-old guy. Uh, 31-year-old guy, and he was a big fan of grading animals. He actually, um, he drew the poster for grading animals. I I hired him to do the poster. If anybody ever got the poster or saw the poster, um, it's a it's a bunch of animals killing and fucking each, fucking each other. I I that was my direction. I said I want to I want a poster of all a bunch of different animals killing and simultaneously possibly fucking each other or just killing each other and also fucking each other. And uh, he did great on it. It's a great poster. Um, a friend of his reached out to the, to me yesterday and let me know that he died on in December. Um, and that, and then the friend, uh, I never knew this person, but they were, saying, you know, they were like, oh, you know, Max, they, they sent me screenshots of Max's, like, telling them about how excited they were to work on the poster and, like, how it was a cool thing, because he was an artist. He was trying to make, he was trying to do his thing, like everybody else is, like, everybody in the world is trying to do their thing. And, um, yeah, I was really, really, really shocked um, to find out that he is gone. It's so sudden and I went back to like my Instagram messages because I only hung out with him once. He came to the city and he and I did an open mic with uh, uh, Josh Pallet from the Low End Gigolos um, and Kevin Sanchez was there. Um, but he, it was the first time I ever met him in person. I'd only known him from first him commenting on grading animals and then uh, we DM'd. I, I I looked back at our entire conversations, and it went back all the way to uh, June 2020. And uh, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's just for for me. It's just crazy that this person, this this cool dude, who I mean sh- shouldn't be dead, uh, is dead, and. Yeah, it's just really, it's upsetting. It's like so, it doesn't make any sense. Um, 
You know, I, I was thinking about how I get pretty, like on this show, on this podcast, I have gotten really uh, down in the dumps a lot. Um, not so, I don't think so much lately, but like early, like last year, I mean, I remember just this, this podcast was just a real shit show of me, uh, I don't know, flirting with darkness or just at least expressing the darkness of, of, um, feeling directionless or feeling like you don't know why things don't work out or why, um, any, just, just the whole, just the existence, just the way life feels. And then, you know, I was like, then, um, yesterday when I found out this news, it really just, um, shook me because I was like, oh, you know, I, I always anticipated that I would have Max as a guest on this show or, um, you know, I, you know, you guys all know that I am depressed about, or not depressed, but I just, it's, it feels weird that for better or worse, I've creatively moved on from grading animals, but I don't know that a piece of me still wishes that I could go and tap into like the zeitgeist of being in it when I was in it and like have as much or more than life allots you for a certain thing in my, I feel like everybody can feel that in some ways. Like you can think back to a certain year of your life and think, oh man, if only I could go back and just soak up a little more of whatever that was, even though if in the moment you were not happy or you were not um, present or something like that, in hindsight, you just see all of the good that was there and you think, oh man, that, that was beautiful. And I wish I could go back and have a little more of it. I guess I feel that way sometimes a lot about the, I guess the 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 promise of the pandemic of the transformation that that your life could take, and I guess my life did take a huge transformation because I don't know I'm not the same person as I was before, and I, I'm just doing totally different things. But anyway, um, in regards to Matt, uh, yeah, I, I went back and I scrolled. I read through our entire. I think I talked to that kid so much all throughout. Throughout from 2020 to like, I guess, like October, I remember. Um, yeah, like I went back and I couldn't believe how much he had. He had animated pieces of episodes that uh, that never came out. Like I was going to do this episode about the the Tikalik, which is a like an amphibious and an amphibious sort of like quasi lizard fish that was one of the first animals to come out of the water in the, like the primordial, uh, the sea and become a land animal. And like the episode was going to be about how we blame, like I was going to blame the, uh, the Tikalik for coming on land and screwing everything up. Like that's like that animal is the, the, uh, the culprit, not humans. But it's like, if that animal had known better, it should have just stayed in the water and none of this would have happened. And I think that's still true. But I scrolled back and I couldn't believe this kid had made this one cool animation. And I got I to gotta 
see if I can take it off the Instagram chat. Um, he'd made this one animation where the Tickalick goes out of the ocean and then becomes like a Dimetrodon and then becomes like a different dinosaur and then becomes a Tyrannosaurus Rex and then becomes a monkey and then becomes an ape and becomes an early man. And he ends it, he ends this little animation with it becoming me on the couch of a, like on a couch, like looking at my phone for the grading animals episode. And, um, I don't know. I feel like I really have to, um, I don't know. I feel like I, it's just so close to home. The, the loss of this person because I made this, this show and it didn't really reach the entire world or something like that, but it did in a way it reached, it reached out into the world and I don't know, plenty of times like I get down on myself about like the failure of it, but then it's like, it's not, it's, it's something where like I was able to expand my, like my connection to people. And like, I met this great person and you know, he is gone now. Now, again, if he died of a fentanyl overdose from doing cocaine, I think that was a real bad move, Max. I think that you shouldn't you shouldn't have done that. If I if you could do it over again, why not not do cocaine laced with fentanyl? That would be you know, that would be cool. But instead, I believe that you I have a feeling that you did, that you did cocaine laced with fentanyl and then you died. And that I think is not cool. And I think you I think if you were alive today, you would agree that that was kind of stupid. Like was the cocaine on its own that good that you were like I'm just going to I don't care. I'm going to do cocaine and it might have there's a 50/50 chance it might be laced with fentanyl, which is a which is a a real you 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 can't fuck around with it because everybody it's really like, because listen, Max listened to this show, and I know that on this show or other shows, I have definitely made fun of how everybody is overdosing on fentanyl-laced cocaine. But then he, then I think he goes and does it, which I think is very unchill. Um. And I, you know, I think that he would. I think that he would get a kick out of that. I, I don't think that he would be would be above um, laughing at the folly. You know, it's like now, now who's the asshole, Max? Now that you got killed by doing fentanyl, let me ask you a question. Um, you know what I do when I'm when I'm uh want to escape uh like the 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 pressure of life. I smoke weed and drink alcohol. You know what I mean? That that's my go-to. And you know, in my years, I have never found that um my weed is laced with fentanyl. Thank God, dude. Thank God, dude. If that were damn it, if I if if weed was a thing that got laced with fentanyl, then I'd really have what you call egg on my face. Because I might I mean 
I lately I've been trying. I'll go to like a place that has legal weed, and then buy the weed there. But back in the day, I would not do that. And that I guess that weed could have been laced with fentanyl. And now I'm all on my high horse, having never done fentanyl-laced cocaine. And now all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm better. I'm not better than you, Max. I'm just. I didn't do. I just didn't get killed from fentanyl-laced weed. So I guess sometimes, like, you're. It's sometimes like you think that you're so much better. But you're really not. But, you know, the thing is, I, one of the sad parts of this, of this whole thing, of, of my friend getting killed in that way, um, is I was looking through our chats that we had, and I was like, a lot of the chats that we had on, uh, like, on Instagram DM were about the purpose of life and how, you know, if you have a creative pursuit, it's impossible to really turn it over into a profitable life. It's so difficult. It's so, the, the, the cards are so stacked against you. And, um, and it's just like, I don't know. So not only that, but like the expectation and like the, the journey of it to to find something that will will make you happy in a quest big, big question mark happy question mark or at least will be fulfilling or you may have an idea in your head about what your goal is and then some opportunity comes along that's different and you don't know if you should take a chance on it um i feel real like i i know that that's something that Max was dealing with for sure. I know that, you know, he was a talented writer. I, listen, I'm not kissing his ass because he's dead. I'm, I genuinely think, first of all, I wouldn't have hired him. I think he was a great caricaturist, very funny. Uh, he, he was very, he had a unique, genuine, solid drawing style. I'm, I teach art. I'm very critical. Uh, and he had something that I admired in his uh, in his drawing ability for sh- no no doubt about it um and I'm gonna say this he was a good writer he would post on his Instagram stories these long screenshots of his writing um and I would look at I would I would always stop and like screen grab them and look at what he was writing about and you know he had an you know uh like a ten a, a, a tenuous relationship with religion he was jewish um he also uh he was a short guy so he had trouble with women i guess being you know being short like that's the thing also ladies out there you know you're uh you know this his death is on you as well because you probably didn't go out with a guy like max mateus because he was short right and and um you know you know who you are um but also you know the his writing was good he was he was he was a good writer it's it sucks, man. I think like again, like he should have not done fentanyl laced cocaine. I think that was the big that was the big mistake that he did. It was an error on his part. But beyond that, I think or I'm just maybe um, you know, 
um, armchair forensics right now, I feel like he was also, I mean, I know for a fact that he was depressed and I, and I have a feeling that just like everybody post pandemic, you don't have like a direction or like you don't have a place to cut your teeth on, on like whatever creative pursuit that you need. Like we went to um, an open mic that one time and I bombed. I fucking sucked that night. But, uh, but he also bombed. Um, and then he, uh, he decided to, to, to on stage, like dislocate his shoulder or like do like this weird act where he dislocated his shoulder and like wrapped his arm back around. So like he, pulled his arm back and it was very gross. It was almost like a geek show. It's a little bit weird. Um, and I think like, you know, it was like, he just was, he just wanted to like do something big, you know, to, for the audience. So he just wanted to like, and I, and I totally know that feeling. I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel it sucks. It's, it's really, it's really upsetting to hear that he's gone and um it like closes the book i don't know it's weird like he knew i spent i I scrolled back and i was like shit i talked to this kid a lot over three years like we kept in touch we were always like nerding out about art stuff or about animals and and um you know uh, the the fact that he connected with grading animals it's such a specific type sense of my sense of humor that like this person connected with and it's like you know when you fought when you have a connection with someone that gets like your um your mode of expression it's it's cool like this thing that i made did not reach it reached it it did reach a lot of people but not like a crazy crazy amount of people so the people who were attracted to it they were on the wavelength of whatever I wanted to express, which was like a, like a very particular thing. Like I didn't, I wasn't trying to be mainstream. I was trying to be as specific to my own, you know, my, my own unique voice as I wanted to be. So that, you know, you're going to narrow it down. So I don't know. It's like one less person who I, who I gen- genuinely connected with. And I had like um, a friendship with, it's just, it's very sad. So, yeah, so rest in peace, Max Mateusz. Uh I can't believe that that he's gone. It's so sad. I'm going to send I'm going to send his uh his family um a bunch of like the like some of the remaining posters that that I have. I don't have that many. I have like 5 or 6, but I'm send them I'm going to send them that poster um when I got when I went to Los Angeles, they they blew it up and they gave me this gigantic poster of it. Um, I have it. That's, that's the one I'll keep. So it's yeah. So, um, it's great. It's fantastic. And it's so crazy. I I feel like I need to somehow get these animation. They're basically just screen grabs of him videotaping his computer and making these animations. No one ever saw them. And I feel like they should, they should be, uh, I should, I should somehow put them out or something. Cause they were so connected to what I was doing. They were going to be a grading animals episode that never was. Well, 
Um, yeah, let's let I applaud uh, the life of Max Mateusz, but um, you know we can't spend all. We can only spend twenty minutes on your life, Max Mateusz. I feel like we need to move on for for the rest of the episode and and maybe talk about other things that are going on in the world not related to your tragic death um instead what we should do is go to Google News okay it looks like Google News Okay, something is going on. All right. Google News. Google News. Okay, Google News. Okay, I, I'm looking at Google News, and what happened to the guy from Dilbert? Apparently, the guy from Dilbert, like, is a racist or something like that. Did anybody give a shit about Dilbert? Has anybody ever heard of the cartoon Dilbert? Dilbert. It's about a guy who works in an office. Um... It's not, I, I, I think it's like moderately funny. Or at least it was moderately funny at one time. But I heard the guy from Dilbert, he went full on like becoming a right wing guy. Um, a right wing nut, as, as some would say. But uh, is that what it is? Is, is, Dilbert un- is Dilbert unchill or is he a... Is he or is this just what they call the woke mafia? I don't know. I don't know what uh, Dilbert did. Um, what did he do? Did he did he um, say something about trans people or something like that, or did he say something about uh, Jews and Muslims and people of all religions? I don't even know. Um, I can't even tell. I can't even find the problem is is that when I do this show I only can look at the new the news headline and all it says about Dilbert is that Dilbert um he he uh got banned from the cartoon from the newspaper uh the guy's name was called Scott Adams which is very um it sounds like Scott, like if you just think about the last name, Adams, that sounds like a real American name. Because if you if you actually know about history, uh, you would know that uh, Adams is the name of a president. Yeah, I think his name is John Quincy Adams. And the other one was named, I think, just John Adams. Uh, so there was two presidents named Adams. And then Scott Adams, not president, but president of Dilbert. So I don't remember if Dilbert was funny or not. I feel like it was not that funny. It's for sure no Peanuts. Peanuts being the best cartoon of all time. So so anyways, Dilbert. Was anybody into Dilbert? That's the big question. Because I don't remember if... I feel like I worked in an office here. Uh, truth be told, I worked in an office from 2012 to 2020, which is eight years. Uh, 
felt like longer, but I did work in an office. And when I worked in an office, I worked in a cubicle. So I think you see, I think you see where this is going. When I worked in a cubicle, I also um, spent like 80% of the day, 80 to 90% of the day, listening to podcasts and avoiding doing dick, avoiding doing dick shit. Or you could say I, I, I avoided doing jack shit, but in this case, I, I avoided doing jack shit, dick shit, and Harry shit. I avoided all of the generic male names of mid-century guys, uh, and I did not do shit. I actually, when I was in the office, a lot of times I had to go and fly to Germany for no reason to do, like, photography. So I was not... I was also dicking around on those trips as well. I fucking was in open rebellion of my old job. I did not... I was no fan of of being at an office culture, but I also was also no fan of um of having that job, I guess. When I look back at it, I was always uh I was always out to lunch. I was always going out to lunch for too long. So that was that going out to lunch is not only a um a symbolic phrase about my attitudes toward that job, but I also would take long lunches every day. I would go out to lunch at two o'clock, which is late, which is a late lunch. And I would then stay out to like 3.15, which is, you know, pushing it. So as far as Dilbert goes, Dilbert, I feel like Dilbert was not, he was a guy, the character, as far as far as I know, Dilbert was the kind of character who like was like I don't like my job but I'm doing my I'm doing my work. Um and when you're like that, when you're a character like that, when you're like I'm doing my work but I'm very frustrated, what happens is the resentment, the resentment of what what you have to do, your obligations, it builds up because you start to ha- you start to seethe, you start to say I'm trapped here and I and I don't have the strength to change my life. And nothing, I, I'm, I, I don't have the will. I don't have the discipline. I'm stuck. And being stuck is something that I think a lot of people can relate to because we're all stuck. Listen, I don't care how fucking talented you are. I don't care how, um, like, how much supposed privilege or lack thereof you have. Everyone is stuck in their lives. There's no way that you are going to be able to avoid being who you are in the life that you're living. So you can maybe like try to get up early every single day, do like 30 push-ups, eat right. Um, What do you call it? Go like go to the gym after work. Also uh, start studying for a test that you can like better and get a bit your better career or whatever. But you know what? It's going to eventually catch up with you. And the the world is very super competitive and you know what at a certain point the the house wins you know what i mean like in, if you were talking about like if we were talking about going to las vegas and gambling and like the house is stacked against you this is my this is a little bit of a um 
conspiracy caps. This is dark, dark wave conspiracy caps. Ultra negative view, ultra negative viewpoint. It's, it's it's my little unavoidable trap that I live in. I do live in a severely pessimistic uh, Game of Thrones. Nothing is going to work out. House of Horrors sometimes. Anyway, but no, but truly, like even even if you are um, like reading the secret and hoping that everything is going to change and maybe it will. What the truth is, is that you have to have gratitude and gratefulness that you're that you're alive and not like my friend Max Mateusz, who is dead dead of uh, over overdose on fentanyl that's what the thing is because you are trapped in your life and unfortunately you're not getting out you're not getting out alive unless you can you can maybe you can go and and do fentanyl or something like that and and listen i have said it many times as a joke but sometimes with the way things are looking sometimes it looks like that's not a bad option like what happens if like what happens if the the world goes like World War Two style and but but like you're you're in Nazi Germany, but for real, like people always say shit like that. People always are like, yeah, but what if it's Nazi Germany? It's like, OK, so are we like are we the Jews? Like, am I the Jews for the Nazi Germany? Because that, that's like a very specific thing. But like I'm saying, what if it was you were going through all of that? Um, and then you had to like first you had to like wear the patch, like they gave a, they gave you a patch. First of all, they 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 were like um, they made they, you had a patch, and then you had like walk in the gutter, and they were like back in the, back then back then everybody smelled like shit because back in like the thirties nobody had good it was, deodorant never wasn't even a thing. Like what the fuck was deodorant? Putting like a slab of ham under your arm? I don't know some insane. 1930s shit like everything sucked in the 1930s i don't know if anyone's aware of that about how everyone's even the most successful person's life was disgusting and gross in even the 1930s there's like a fucking horse in in the in the street with like a uh, pulling like a fucking thing and it has like an abscess on its asshole and like there's a zillion flies flying around and it's like that is like no, the 1930s fucking sucked and nobody has any clue. And and the 1920s also fucking sucked and the 19 and the 1910s also sucked. And the 1940s also sucked and the 1950s also sucked and the 1960s also really fucking sucked. The 70s sucked. The 80s they were pretty cool. 90s were pretty cool. And the 2000s were pretty cool and the 2010s were kind of cool and now that this time is beginning to suck i feel like we're headed i feel like things are heading into a suck zone and it's true when when you think about if you are trapped in your life and you don't have the energy to to get up early and then even try to you know better your life and then you're also like uh, depressed and you know things aren't working out and and then you don't even have like the gratitude of of appreciating that you can breathe or that like you can touch your pinky to your thumb and then your 
other finger and then your middle finger and then your pointer finger and then go back and forth like this, like, like, like pointer, middle ring finger, pinky, pinky, middle ring finger, you know, do that. Right. That's like, you should be grateful. If you can do that, if you can do that, then you should like, just have a little bit of take a moment and be like, Oh yeah, I have fine motor skills. That's something to be grateful for. And you know, you also be grateful for the fact that your brain processes information like coherently and that if somebody smiles at you, you're not like, I don't know what that means, right? You're able to process like emotions in a, in a, in a regular way. That's something to be grateful for. Um, but if you're unable to be grateful for any of those things and you feel super trapped in your life and what if like it was really getting fucked up, like the world was getting super fucked up and it was like push comes to shove. Am I going to relocate to another place because there I have to wear this patch and like walk in the gutter and maybe worse, maybe worse. Doesn't look like things are getting better from here. Um, Would you be able to have the wherewithal to, to like uproot and somehow if you had the, you know, the money to do it or whatever, or would you just get some cocaine laced with fentanyl and say peace out world I don't I'm just gonna you know what it's like it's getting a little hectic in here and it doesn't look like it's getting any better sometimes sometimes that I don't know I'm not gonna I'm, I'm gonna say I understand sometimes I understand that perspective it's it seems like it's, it seems nihilistic but I'm gonna say that there sometimes the world seems bleak I mean what ha- what would have happened if like that remember that pandemic that just that just was over remember that big pandemic they were all talking about a few years ago um what if that thing was like actually way worse like what would have we have done if it was like if it killed everybody and and our society went back to like um, that Cormac McCarthy book, The Road, what if it was like that? Would would you rather be alive in a Cormac McCarthy The Road situation, or would you, or would then you'd be like, let me get my hands on some uh, fentanyl laced cocaine and just peace out, right? And I know, listen, I, I. I used to talk to Max Mateish on Instagram DM chat all the time. And also, uh, I, th- I think I talked to him on the phone a couple times. Mostly it was Instagram DM chat. And I feel like, you know, I don't think that he was in that situation. I don't think that he was like, life, life is bleak and, um, and I'm going to try to go out in a, in a haze of glory. I don't think so. I think that he was, I think, Personally, I think that he rolled the dice and it came up skull and crossbones. I think he was just, he was figuring he would be hanging, I don't know, doing, I guess, do cocaine. And then it turned out that it had fentanyl in it. I think that's what happened. Again, um, it's a mystery, but I know that it was some type of overdose. So that fucking sucks. But in the in the in when you think about the like the i i don't want i don't want to actually if 
if things got really bad, you know, you have to think like if things were really bad, like are you do you see yourself as like some type of hero that's going to be able to get out of it? Or do you see yourself as some type of person who's just going to be like, you know what? I'm giving up. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I'll be honest. Sometimes you, giving up sounds not that bad, but maybe that's just like, maybe that's not true. Maybe I, maybe I would be a fighter. Maybe I mean I definitely like being alive, and I definitely am grateful um, for the things of my life, uh, and I definitely have hope. Maybe, maybe hope. I think, I think my own sense of hope has been shaken over the last few years, over the last year, but in, but not in like a, a major way. I don't know. I think that I think I'm trying to wax poetic a little too much. Let's get back to the news. I dropped my phone on the floor before, so I have to get... Fuck you, Dilbert! Okay. Alright, now, what else? Okay, a news story. So, a man stabbed during fight at Farmingdale Restaurant, police say. So, this is the kind of news story I like. So, a guy was just... um, the guy, a guy was just in Farmingdale, which is a town in Long Island with a lot of bars. And he was stabbed during a fight in, I'm guessing in a, in a, in a, well, it says in a Farmingdale restaurant, but I'm going to say that's probably a bar and grill and emphasis on the bar. Um, Farmingdale, if you've never been to Farmingdale, it's nothing special, but there is a very interesting store there that sells vintage guitars and you cannot go inside of it, you have to like go in through a buzzer. And then when you're in there, it's like this gigantic warehouse of the most expensive guitars you've ever seen. Like I'm talking about like $15,000 and up. Like this place has all of these extraordinarily vintage beautiful instruments and i'm like why is this store even here it's weird um farmingdale i'm just like sometimes it's just sometimes businesses uh confuse me because i'm thinking businesses why like why are they really making a profit how the hell do people make profit nowadays? Are people really really buying expensive guitars like that? I guess like if you corner the market in something, you know how to like leverage your product. I mean, obviously expensive guitars, really expensive guitars like $30,000 guitars, who the fuck is buying that shit? I mean, how many people are are guitars some type of um, like investment? Like, do guitars appreciate like stocks? Did is there something that I don't know about? Are people buying these expensive guitars so they can have an old chestnut, like a nice old classical classic guitar to play? These guys are probably like old. They just like plug in and play through their. Fender Twin Reverb Amp at home with their like 
65-year-old wife, and they're just like, oh, I'm going in, I'm going to go just strum a few chords on this $30,000 guitar. Who the hell buys that shit? Meanwhile, this place has, this place is filled. And when I say this place had maybe, it looked like 11 rows going up to the ceiling of expensive ass guitars. Why was I, why did I go there? Well, I myself bought a guitar, not a, not an ins- pretty. I mean, expensive for what it was, but nothing like this place. And I was, I wanted to. I bought a Rickenbacker, like I told you a few months ago. Love it. I've, I've been playing it a lot, um, but I I went to this place in Farmingdale because I was looking for a place that would have a Rickenbacker that I could actually strum, and so. I like looked up this place and I go there and you can't get to the place through the front for this through the street. You have to go around into this parking lot and then you got to be buzzed in like uh with a you know a camera like a a Nest one of those Nest cameras where the people are looking at you and they they bu- they buzz you in and then you go and you get you meet this dude in the lobby. There's a lobby and then he walks you into the showroom, and it's like this amazing. It's amazing. It's, it's it's like what the fuck is this? It's like why is this? They have like five million dollars worth of guitars, and it's like you know seventy guitars. Like do the math. Uh, no, there's a lot. There's like eleven rows going up to the ceiling, and then I was like, yeah, well, I want to play a Rickenbacker. So he gave me like a nineteen sixty something Rickenbacker, and it was awesome um i mean i didn't need to fucking i was like i'm not buying anything obviously i'm like i didn't even realize i'm like i had this wrong i did not know that this was like this place and i i'm afraid of of like knocking into something here but i just i just strummed around i just strummed around and i was like oh okay i'm gonna buy the normal priced version of this guitar the guitar was fifteen thousand dollars that i was playing i was like cool but i will never come in here again um, so that was in Farmingdale and that's, the, and Farmingdale is the very town where a guy probably two, two stores down from that guitar store, um, got into a fight and then was stabbed, uh, at the, at the place. And, uh, he was 21 years old. Um, and it happened at 2 a.m. I'm actually looking at the article right now. It happened at 2 a.m. on Sunday, March 5th with, which was yesterday. So. Um, and the guy who, uh, who stabbed him was actually 35. So what I take from that story is, you know, they talk about the generations, generation X, generation Y, generation Z, generation Q, generation, um, what other S? I don't know. There's other generations. There's all types of generations. Um, the big fights right now is the millenniums versus the the um, the Zoomers, I guess. Something like that. This guy who got stabbed was 21 years old, making him probably maybe uh, more of a, a generation Z, Zoomer, right? 21 years old, just graduated high school a couple of years ago. Maybe... Um, maybe actually in college, maybe not, maybe working. 
maybe doing cocaine laced with fentanyl. I don't even know what the guy's used up to. But he was young, 21, right? Then a 35-year-old guy, that guy's a millennial. And millennials, really, if we were talking about the people who really pushed the, the canceling narrative, that is millennials. Millennials were the ones who were like, let me go all in on social justice. Um, and look what happens. You know what? This guy, he canceled that Zoomer guy by stabbing him, which is, uh, which is not nice. I would, I would, as, as I said before, I, if you're, do not, if you're, if you're thinking of, of, uh, doing, uh, cocaine laced with fentanyl, um, I want you to take a pause. I want you to think about what, what is value, what is valuable in life? Um, there is a lot of valuable things. And I think that you should, you should think of those things before you, have a fun night on the town doing cocaine laced with fentanyl. But also, um, before you get into a fight at a bar, like if you are if you're if you're at a bar and somebody like knocks a drink over on you, maybe you should just turn the other cheek like Jesus would have said to do, instead of like taking a huge offense at that. Because you never know if it's a millennial who is going to stab you with a knife and then you'll be dead. And um, then you will not be able to do fun things like go to uh, a restaurant in Farmingdale down the block from a guitar store with very expensive guitars that you probably could never afford in your life. Maybe, maybe if you don't get stabbed, you could work really hard and become successful at your job. And then maybe... Maybe that will somehow make you rich, not rich, but moderate, modestly rich, where you can you can afford to have, you know, a, a well, what would you call that? Um, a midlife crisis type of guitar, which is, you know, like some people buy cars when they're getting midlife crisis. You know, you want to be able to get to a midlife crisis. You want to be able to age into a midlife crisis. You don't want to you don't want to check out before you can have a midlife crisis. You want to be able to like fully experience the 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 empty the harrowing emptiness of a midlife crisis and feel like um you're not only like obsolete in the world and and passed over, but nothing that you've ever done like adds up to and with has any meaning at all and you're like maybe I could fill this void with a a Corvette or perhaps a $15,000 Rickenbacker guitar. So yeah, like I'm you know, I'm saying that that it's important to make sure that your life is is not just about um uh pursuit pursuit of things or uh actually you know what again shut up caps shut up stop acting like you have any sort of wisdom at all in fact if we are to review the tape if we are to review this recording i'd think that a lot of what you had to say is actually counterproductive to any sort of um positive feel good messages that you want to um 
that you, what are you going to say? Do you, were you unable to think of a word just now, Spencer? No. You were unable to think of a word. I'm just a different voice that you do on this show. You, you got me. No, but what I was saying is that, you know, if Spencer was right, I was not able to think of the word. Sometimes I will say, I sometimes, and this is something I'm going to apologize for. Look, I know this show is not that good, but you know what? I know one person used to listen to it, and that was Max Mateusz. That guy fucking ruled. Um, so, and this is this show is dedicated to him because I think, you know, we share the same sense of humor. I feel like he knew I would have ragged on him for overdosing on fentanyl. He knew that would have been a dumb idea. It's fucking so stupid. Why would you do that? But so I don't think that I'm in the wrong here. But to to a larger extent, I do sometimes just to get back to what I was saying. I sometimes try to use too many big words to sound smart on this show, and that is something that's unforgivable, and I apologize. So I don't want to be that guy. I'm, I'm better than that. Um, so, yeah, let's get, to, let's get to one more news article, and then we will call it a, we'll call it a night, you know? Uh, because it's already 9.23, and... Uh, and okay so so oh okay okay oh here's something that i do want to talk about okay so this is actually also fucking sucks dude all right also not friend of trading animals but a a a, a youtuber who i liked all right so Many of you, this is just a lot of stuff is happening in the grading animals universe, and this is going to close us out. So, do you remember the mantis trip episode that I did in 2021? Maybe you guys do, maybe not. Um, but I did an episode on mantis shrimp, and it was an episode where I was like really kind of like beginning to get burned out of doing the show. And in it, uh, I reached out to a a very cool science YouTube personality named Physics Girl who was a totally cute babe but also a science a science gal and uh I was go I was joking around but I was like I I was like I love you Physics Girl um I don't I don't have like a I I mean like a mild crush on physics girl. She's, she's cool. Uh, but I was really doing it just to sort of, um, just for the character, you know, but physics girl got long COVID and physics girl, like hasn't been able to get out of bed for, I don't know, like a year or something. It's really fucked up. Um, it's not as bad as if she had, overdosed on fentanyl laced cocaine but in some ways it's even worse because she has not um been able to do anything like she's like uh the the person who runs her instagram account put on like what her life is like and she basically is bedridden and she can't even talk or think and it's really fucked up and i was like 
damn, I didn't know COVID could go that hard. I thought COVID was like, I thought COVID was like up front in the beginning. It was like, it'll kill you. And then you got to get intubated. And then I thought it like got really like, it was all hype, right? But then I see what physics girl is going through and she is totally like, her life is completely fucked up. It's terrible. It's really sad. I hate to be a super downer this episode, but like, you know, that's just, that's just real shit. You know, it's like this, this girl, this woman is her whole life is like just laying in bed and she doesn't even have the energy. I don't even understand. She doesn't even have the energy to get out of bed or do anything day after day for months. And, um, and I feel bad. Um, and I don't know if this would have happened to her if she had acknowledged my video. Like she never said anything acknowledging that I, you know, reached out to her in a, in a joking way. Um, I don't think that they, I don't think the two things are connected in any way. Um, but I just want to say like, besides that, all like my entire heart and soul go out to physics girl. I, you know, I, I hate to see that. I really, it made me so sad that this beautiful person who like brought joy to the world um, and, you know, just wanted to like do the same thing as me. Like I wanted to like make people interested in animals and like give them a laugh. And this woman, she wasn't so excited about science and wanted to just, you know, uh, share that love with the world and was so successful at it. And now, you know, she got this COVID thing. She got a real bad COVID, long COVID. And it it's like perpetual. It's really terrible. She's like basically almost like comatose or something like that. And it's like, that's so sad. And she's like a young woman. It's, it's terrible. So, um, yeah, I feel, I feel sad about, physics girl and if you if you don't know about physics girl go to youtube type in physics girl and you'll be like yo i mean i think if you go there and you're a dude you'll be like yo this girl's hot this is fucking great thank you thank you for this i mean it's like it's not porn it's just science nerd shit but like it's very nice to see listen if a if a beautiful woman is talking to you about anything you're basically like borderline like hypnotized i don't know if people know this shit but like if a if a hot woman comes over to you at all in life your first your first reaction is like huh wait me and then you look behind you and you're like was there somebody in was there somebody supposed to be standing here and then if they like look into your eyes and like talk to you in a excited way like i don't know what the fuck happens to you but like i don't i'm that that that's like it's it's very stim let's let's just say it's very stimulating like it's like wow that your day is going a lot better so yes and i feel like that's the kind of like that's why physics girl you know she delivered because she then she would start talking about a science and you're like oh shit hell yeah i'm about to learn some i'm about you know what Next time this girl talks to me, I'm going to make sure that I know about all these fucking terms because it's like when the, it's like, OK, whoa, holy shit, you're talking to me again. And then it's obviously just the YouTube, but it makes you think like, wow, what if you actually met some 
science girl in real life and then she wanted to talk to you about that shit and then you'd be like oh I get it so she's super hot but like every time she talks to a guy she's talking the science shit just like I get it you know sometimes you get why people are alone in the world you know but I don't think so anyway but in but like if you go to like the real physics girl has a guy who's like by her side which absolutely that like that guy you know he's that's that's noble you know obviously like there it's it's her husband and you know she he's he's um he's not abandoning her in her time of need like a piece of shit that's good i'm glad that physics girl has somebody to you know like deal with you know all like the heavy shit like you know probably like bed sores and like you know all that type of shit because it's like you know you're bedridden it's like let's not pretend that that is like a horrible horrible thing also that's happening to like a young person it's, it's terrible so anyway that's the type of depressing stuff that I wanted to talk about today and um, listen I just want to put a disclaimer do not uh, give up and uh, and and do fentanyl laced cocaine uh, that's I don't want to hear any more people in my circle uh, dying because of that. I think it's fucking stupid. Um, and also, if you are feeling like giving up, uh, I really want you to think about the things that you should be grateful for because you should be grateful for things. You should be, uh, you should be smart enough to know that like it's not all about you and your little pain. Like, how about help somebody else? My life got exponentially better when I started teaching at this school for uh, uh, retarded kids, let's say, um, and I started like caring about them instead of my own fucking stupid social media bullshit for a change. So, um, you know, like help somebody else. That's going to that's gonna get you out of your rut. Um, and, if, and if we are headed towards like a new Nazi era, or something like that, or something horrible, then yeah, let's all get uh, fentanyl-laced cocaine and uh, peace out.